0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Use Your Words Podcast. This week, we're going to find out two things. First thing, we're going to find out, is Aaron a fan, a super fan, or is he a stalker of ABR? Hmm. Secondly, we're going to find out if our friendship can survive this episode. What? So, just go ahead and stay tuned on this one. As we talk about ABR's song, Martyr. I love your expression. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) So, before we get going, because in in all honesty, and you'll see why when I talk about this, um, I had to find out if Aaron is a fan, a super fan, or if he's a stalker of ABR. (laughs) We'll start off pretty easy. General knowledge stuff. And then we'll get into the deep, deep weeds of what is considered ABR knowledge. Things that only a true super fan slash stalker would know, or someone like me who took time and went and listened to almost thirty interviews of them. Oh my gosh! <laughs> over the last few years of podcast and interviews and all these other little things oh, that
1: they did, I've never really watched any of the podcast episodes that they're in.
0: Yep, and the little like like news press things that they did and everything. So we're gonna start off simple,
1: okay? Yeah, you're gonna know more
0: than I do. First question we all know who the lead singer of august burns red is jake Jake. what is his real first name william good job see like i said now on the topic of jake Jake. what is the name of the first band jake was ever in that he was in before august burns red they released two eps no idea the name of the band is she walks in beauty this includes one of their, their songs of their um, albums. And they were a metalcore band. It's very screamo. Uh, but one of their great song titles was Sincerely Yours, OMFG Noob. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and it's N O O B.
1: That's
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noob. Yep. What? Okay. There, you can't actually find it on digital streaming services. No, I was looking for that. You can only find physical (sighs) copies. However, someone has uploaded one of their albums to YouTube
1: Hmm. of "She Walks in Beauty." Okay, because all right. Now I was wondering if. mm -hmm, Yep. Nope. I'm. I. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. All
0: right. So Hmm. the next question here, and this one, you have two potential answers you can give. Jake. Currently goes to or recently has attended what school? He's still in school? <laughs> or recently has gone to, like, this was as of 2020. What? Yeah.
1: What, his own heart support thing? <laughs>
0: no. I don't know. I, don't know. I no idea. Jake has gone to seminary at Gordon Cornwell Theological Seminary. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if he's still a student or if he's finished or what's the status. I couldn't find a current as of 2023 yeah. information, but that's as of 2020. Interesting. All right. Huh. So so far you're one for three. <laughs> I'm not gonna know much. All right. The next one. What was the name of the company that Matt Griner started in 2012? And what did this company make slash sell? What the Griner Kilmer? Okay, and what did they make? Good job. You yeah. Got okay. I was
1: like, wait a minute. And are they still around? No. Okay. Good job. <laughs> I was actually gonna have one made. Besides drums, what other instrument does Matt Griner play? What? He doesn't play any other instruments. That's it. That's all he's good for. No. Nope. Kidding, Matt. You're amazing. Yeah. He <laughs> play, he
0: he takes credit for playing one other instrument. <laughs> uh, oh is it a? Per- is it not a percussion instrument? It would not be considered a percussion.
1: Was it piano? It is. Hey, <laughs> yeah. it is piano. Good job. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Okay. That should have been probably if if I'm remembering correctly or if I'm even right in what I've seen, that should have been a no brainer. All right.
0: Okay. All right. See, you, you got you've gotten a couple right. Congrats. Now, we know Jake is the current singer of August Burns Red. Oh, gosh dang it. What number singer
1: is he of the band? The second.
0: No. Is he the third? He is the third.
1: Who are the... F- was... I thought they... Well, they brought... Oh.
0: Jake is the third singer of August Burns Red. He's the third. He is the third. The other two didn't last that long, but he's definitely been the longest no. running one and the yes. one that most people associate with the band. So,
1: Right. Okay. Because the, the only other, no, I don't I don't even remember his name now, but Jake was a very good fill-in because he seemed very similar to the dude on Thrill Seeker, mm-hmm. which there was a different vocalist on Thrill Seeker, but I don't remember his name, but I didn't realize there was another one other than him. Yeah, there was mm. an original one. Maybe was that on their EP? I don't know. Uh, All right, I
0: don't think the first one was ever on an EP. Like, he well, it wasn't done any recordings. Yeah, so he, he was, was just—he was just like with them when they started, alive. and then yeah. okay, hmm. this one's a true or false one. This one, I—I I heard I better. Get this one. Then. I heard this kidding. one in an interview. Oh, I'm not gonna know it. So JB, okay. stated in an interview that one of his influences has been the group Penet- uh, Penetronics. Or pen- Pentatonics. I was like Not Pentatronics. Not pentatronics. Pentatonics. One of his influences? Yeah. For how he likes write melodies and all that.
1: I'm going to say true.
0: It is true. <laughs> and I have a link to the interview where he said that. Where he says that? Yeah. Interesting. That pen- and and it was because it was him and Matt. They were doing a like a, a like a top five thing for each of them, mm-hmm. and they just said like top five influences. And Pentatonix was number five, and Matt was looked very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done the same. Now, in this same interview, huh. true or false, Matt said that one of his influences is Hillsong United. One of his influences. Mm-hmm. or how he does drums and music and all that. How he does them?
1: Mhm. I'm going to say false.
0: It is true. What? It is actually when they go through the top 5, that is his that was the first one he listed off. Not necessarily that it's number 1, is number 1 That's influence, how but influences is drumming, but it is one of his 5 influences. Yeah. How does how does is it the Tom stuff? I don't know. He didn't elaborate more than just saying Hillsong United. And he has said this in two interviews that I have come across so far.
1: Cuz I know yeah, I mean I've definitely seen stuff in the past with him making posts and talking about Hillsong and whatnot, but and saying was it was he talking about drummers from Hillsong that were really good he, or he, a drummer from he, Hillsong? He he, he really didn't
0: good, he anyway. they didn't elaborate more.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Before Jake joined abr Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: he had a dog named what
1: (gasps) oh shoot i don't even know the i don't remember the name of his dog now do you remember what happened to the dog it's not the burns red story is it no okay i was like what no 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 this is a true
0: story not the (laughs) august burns
1: red how did they get their name story (laughs) I have no idea.
0: He had a pit bull mix named Maddie. Maddie. Oh. And the dog, he had the dog sing with a friend of his while he was on tour. And the dog bit someone. Bid
1: somebody. They had to put it down.
0: And the person put the dog down.
1: Yep. yep. That's right. Did he, he would, talk about that in his book, Mountains, at all?
0: I don't remember if he talked about it in the book, Mountains, but he talked about it in a in an interview where it was him and JB and they were talking about albums they can no longer listen to because it makes them too sad. And because yep. after the dog was put down, he was listening to the album Takk, T-A-K-K, by Sigur Rós, whatever, whoever that is. I think and, that's, yeah.
1: And okay. um,
0: it, it it was too, brought up to me many memories yep. now, so he can't do that. Can't
1: listen to that. I think I've heard something from an interview like that before. That's been a while. It's been a long time. All right. Mm.
0: What band member plays MIDI demos of new songs to their significant other before sending them to the rest of the band?
1: (laughs) It's either... I want to say Brent or JB. I could totally... Gosh, is it one of those two? Am I am I on the right track? <laughs> I have no idea. Are you? Yeah, you do. You know. Um. I'm just gonna go JB. It is JB. Okay. That sounds like something JB. And Jake
0: was part of the interview and he's like, You do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's goes, like, She's not part of the band. <laughs> It sounded like Ingest, but... Yeah, yeah. All right, so now we're going to start getting into some of these other weird things that maybe you may or may not know. I won't. What artist shared the stage with August Burns Red on the 2008 Warped Tour and made fun of their singing style saying, I should just make up a song that sounds like (laughs) noises and well, that's the next band. This uh, artist was was booed on stage after they made fun of the band.
1: After they made fun of ABR? Uh-huh. Gosh, I wish I didn't know. I don't know. I have no... In Warp Tour? They shared the
0: stage with them on Warp Tour in 2008.
1: Dude, wait. This has been before I... Wait, would this be before I heard of them? Mm-hmm, hmm hmm Did I know about August Springs rise in sixth grade? I haven't.
0: Okay. <laughs> and there i feel old if
1: i don't already feel all
0: today
1: i'm pretty sure i didn't listen to them at that point okay no idea um yeah no idea. i gave you a clue by the way Wait, okay what's the clue tell me the clue oh
0: no i i hummed it why I why you're like like, while you weren't talking, I hummed a little riff of the artist. What? How am I What? <laughs> I don't believe it. If you missed it, go back. You'll see that I was telling the truth. Nah, I have no idea. Okay. So this question was asked to Jake by Matt during 2020. So they had like a little video where it's like each of the band members from their own like living room asked questions of each other to see mm-hmm. if they remembered it. Yeah. And uh, Matt asked this to Jake. And Jake goes, I remember because it was before she kissed a girl and she liked it. It was Katy Perry. <gasps> I hummed a little tune from. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! Uh-huh. How did they, share, they shared a stage with Katy Perry. That's right, oh uh, the my 2008 Warped Tour. Yep. Wow. That's. That's hilarious because Matt was telling me about that when I was at the at the barn. <laughs> That's yep. amazing. He didn't tell me that the part about her describing their vocals, but uh, yeah, Jake's
0: he, Jake's answer was great because he made fun of it too. Made fun of her making fun of them. Let me put it that way. Heck yeah! All right. Speaking of Jake, Jake, Jake I'm skates on a beer team league for hockey, ice hockey. What's the name of this the team? The Bruins?
1: No. The Skateful Dead. The Skate Oh, he likes the Bruins. I thought he's done I thought he's done stuff with the Bruins. He might have done stuff with them, but no. his okay.
0: his Beer League hockey team. Oh,
1: Beer League.
0: Yeah. Oh I heard Beard
1: League. I was like, what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I
0: was like, okay. All right. This is gonna go beer really league. This is gonna go really deep. Oh, geez. What is the name? of the drummer that Matt bought his first drum set oh, from geez. and what is the name of the band that that drummer played for? No idea. No idea? No idea. The name of the drummer is Jesse Smith and okay. he played for the band Zao. Z-A-O.
1: They opened up for them at one of the Christmas Prince Rich. <laughs> what? Yep. See, I that told was his
0: first drum set. I told you, I went deep and digging for facts. That he, I was like, I don't think Aaron will know this. With the orange kit, I don't know. It, it, they didn't specify the kit other than that, it was the first one he bought.
1: Where was that? All right. Oh man, hmm. I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask Matt and verify that. Hmm. He's the one who said it. Just i'll have to ask him if he can, can verify his own words <laughs> i can i can play the video later
0: personal question is what is the name of the drummer i bought my first drum set from and what is the name of the band that that drummer played drums for that drummer's name was jesse smith i idolized him and uh the band he played for was called Zao. where they <laughs> ask each other the, some of these like That's some awesome. of these questions are so deep that i was like there's no way no one would us except them And I was like, let's see if Aaron stalks them that well. Nope. I ain't that freaky. Here's a trivia question. What band member, and this is the only band member, has their full name, that means their middle name and everything, right? If they have a suffix, there's a suffix, all that stuff. Their full name on all of their credits on all of the ABR albums. All other band members only have their first and last names. What member has their
1: full name? Isn't it Jake? It is. Good ah, job. You see, you knew something. I did.
0: All right. Yes. Who is JB's fav- favorite baseball player?
1: Oh, gosh. I have no idea. <laughs> is I'm trying to even think of the, well, it's the Phillies, isn't it? That's his team. Right? Yeah. But this is his favorite player. Right. Doesn't have to be from his team. Right. I don't know, Mr. What, Sammy Salsa or whatever, something Rodriguez or. Uh, no. Uh, Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee? Yep. Cliff. Who does he play for? I don't know. Oh, I have to look
0: Well, up. what the heck? But here's the next question. <laughs> okay. So now that you know his favorite baseball player is, yeah. how many baseball cards of Cliff Lee does JB have? 23. I oh, don't know. As of three years ago, in 2020 yeah JB reported and this was the fact that at first I thought he was lying in an article I read and then he repeated it in, another, in an interview and I was like, he is telling the truth He's Be- telling the truth. As of three years ago, JB reported baseball cards of Cliff Lee he has 899. Oh my gosh <laughs> How do you counted
1: <laughs> what? Wow, eight hundred ninety nine. Yep. Dang. The first time I came across
0: that fact, I was like, "No way! This has to be paired to get uh, data." Yeah. And this is a this was part of that video where they're quizzing each other on about each other. Because the person I forget start? I forgot who he gave that question to. In the band, but the person said like twenty seven. Thinking, (laughs) thinking, oh, that's going to be too much.
1: Right, that's going to be shooting it high, isn't it? No. 890. Where do you put all those? I mean, in a box? I don't know. What the heck? Okay. Speaking of number of things owned.
0: Uh Uh-oh. As of 2020. 2020. How many drum sets has Matt used during the duration of his tenure with August Burns Red?
1: What? What do you mean how many drum Whoop, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean how many drum sets he's he's just used?
0: Used and oh so that was a question that was posed to him and then he actually gave how many he used and how many he's owned. How how
1: do you keep track of how many you have used in 10 years? I don't know, but he did. He managed to tell that answer. Man, how you can how can you prove that? Hmm. Cuz what about all the tours like that are overseas, or if you don't bring your own, do,
0: is he, this is his self-reported answer? So t- show me how
1: deep of a fan you are. I'm, nope, not that deep of a fan anymore.
0: <laughs> you have to
1: take that shirt right off, sir.
0: <laughs> you can no longer wear the ABR shirt. That's
1: off camera. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, considering I have one of his right by me, I know that he's got at least one. Good job. (laughs) Gosh. This is
0: how many he oh man. So the question was how many has he used? That was a question to him. Uh, And the person the person asking it is like, I don't know what the answer is. So Matt's gonna have to tell us the answer. Yeah. And then Matt gave the answer of how many used and how many he's owned during his entire tenure with ABR.
1: Was he owned like five or
0: four? Five? Okay, he's owned that. And how many has he used?
1: I'll probably say like ten. I don't know. Okay, so according to Matt, yeah. as
0: of this recording in 2020, when he re- they recorded this, yeah, he has used nine oh, sets. So close, but has owned fourteen. Fourteen during the entire time of being with ABR. I need to catch up. Okay. Wait,
1: four during. He's owned fourteen, but How used nine. How many
0: kids is he?
1: No, wait. So when he's talking about using kits, is he using his own or is that just whatever kit that's provided?
0: That's uh, it's I'm going to guess probably his own, but that's the data that he reported. He didn't, they didn't elaborate beyond that. Let me put that way. He's owned 14 kits. Yeah. During his 10 years ABR. Signature. I f- so
1: sure. Maybe. Hey. Wow.
0: All right. So the next question here. Wow, it's about something. the song
1: "Dangerous." That time. Okay. Oh, that's a fun song. Okay. Yeah.
0: According to the writer of the song "Dangerous," what does the phrase and this and and this is something uh, I got directly from an interview with them. What does the phrase "I wish I had the will to keep my word" refer to?
1: I wish I had the will to keep my word. What does it refer to?
0: Yeah. I don't know. And was the song "Dangerous" refer to in general?
1: The sloth, or not the sloth, the the Bigfoot dude. At least that's in the music video.
0: That okay? <laughs> but I haven't seen the music video, but I'll, <laughs> I'll take your word. <laughs> what? I I have no idea. It refers to the wonderful topic of pornography. What? And who wrote that song?
1: I'm going to guess Jake. Matt.
0: Matt wrote that one? Yep. Matt wrote the song, Dangerous, and they asked him, what does this song refer to, and what does this phrase specifically, and he's talking about the dangers of pornography and that.
1: Whoa. Huh. I figured it was going to be Jake just based on the Mountains book. Oh, Matt. It was Matt. Interesting. (laughs) Hmm.
0: So, based on that. I'm I'm not a fan. I'm gonna you you get the fan status still. You can't lose fan status. That's true.
1: But you're not a super or a stalker, so no. Sorry. See, well, I'm. No, it never mind. I'm gonna keep my word to myself. Oh. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I'm glad I'm not stalker level, especially not stalker level, because I don't want to be a stalker. I'm just yeah. All right. I'm in here to enjoy the music, man.
0: Speaking of enjoying the music.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, now we have to get to the song portion. Before we get to the song portion. Oh, before we get to the song. You
0: know portion. how people always say, Well, I listen to the heavy music because it makes it reduces stress or whatever. And people go, Well, it's been proven in studies, right? I looked up the study where they say that heavier music makes you happy, not angry. Yeah. You know we wanna know how big the study was.
1: Well, it was like 2,000 people. (laughs) Oh, I wish. 200? Oh, keep going down, buddy.
0: 20? 39 people. What? This was done by the University of Queensland, Australian Public Research Institute in Brisbane. They revealed that, proving the hypothesis that extreme music causes anger, um, the theory is that instead it, it causes, you know, cappiness you know they're trying to disprove that it causes anger and their study size was 39 people that's horrible (laughs) and these people were only between the ages of 18 and 34
1: wow that's a terrible study
0: (laughs) now when they said extreme music okay Mm -hmm. extreme music included heavy metal okay emo Hardcore, punk, and Screamo. So third those 39 people listen to those genres. I mean what's the big
1: I guess I don't even know like the big difference between I guess what they consider what's Screamo An emo. I guess Well I mean isn't, we know we know isn't what emo all is all
0: music emo. ABR is emo. Shut <laughs> up. ABR can be found on the emo's not dead tour.
1: Heck yeah. And cruise.
0: Therefore, we are going to be talking about Aaron's favorite emo band today.
1: Oh. I thought you were <laughs> going to say, therefore, we're going on the emo cruise, but uh, right. it's sold out. Yeah. It's it waiting is. list
0: only. And that'd probably be expensive. Um that going said, back to the study, they found that listening to 10 minutes of music for those 39 people was about equivalent to 39 minutes of silence. So silence or music result in the same result. So there's that too. What? hmm Okay. I that's weird. I the researchers discovered that metal music relaxed participants as effectively as sitting in silence.
1: For 39 minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wow. There's 39 people. Yeah, 39 people, 10 oh, minutes. 10 minutes. Wow. Yep. Um that's really bizarre.
0: So I, I, I came across that and I was like, wow, it was only a 39 person study. I mean. it Needs a little more people.
1: <sighs> I mean, I do like ABRs, I guess, with the, that their slogan then, the angry music for happy people yep. thing. Heck yeah. But, uh,
0: that, hmm. And of course, there was another article I read. Where did screamo screaming music come from in metal? Right, where does screaming in metal come from? Yeah, I love. The only reason I took note of this is because I laughed at the list. Okay. And and they're talking about like how the you know people who scream how they can do things to keep their vocal cords safe and all
1: that, right? right. But they
0: said here's where screaming in metal came from: Vikings, Screaming Jay Hawkins. I put a spell on you. Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, ACDC, Judas Priest, and Babies. I mean, yeah, (laughs) I have heard that thing about Babies. Yep. These are all points of origin for today's Extreme Metal Singing.
1: Thank you, Babies. They are good, for son.
0: And even Sweetwater has an article out there on how to scream without hurting your voice.
1: Sweetwater I, well, I saw I remember um Sweetwater had brought together a few of like the big names in the metal I guess scene, and they all had them doing screams for something mm-hmm. but uh yeah, they had some some pretty gnarly gnarly dudes in that lineup, all right, so now let's
0: get to the emo song. Oh. Martyr by August Burns Red by the famous mar- emo band August Burns August. Red. Yeah, I, I, I just have to do, the, do that because they're on that emo's not dead tour thing, and it just makes me laugh a little bit because all of, music is emo because of how well hardcore they pretend to be, and then they do that.
1: <laughs> hardcore they pretend to be.
0: <sighs> so, the song Martyr, yeah, by August Burns Red, yeah, it's a fun one. What album is that off of? Found in <gasps> faraway places. Found in faraway places. Yeah. It got mostly good reviews, that album. Mostly. There was a couple of mostly overseas magazines. Didn't that, like them. That, well, no, it didn't, wasn't that they didn't like them. They, was, like, mostly U.S.-based ones gave them, like, four, four and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.K.-based ones get tended to give, like, three out of five. This one mm-hmm. called Karang. K-E-R-R-A-N-G. Huh. They named their um, magazine after the sound that the guitar makes when it's strummed. Karang.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. They said this about the album. Hmm. There's nothing ambitious or monumental here, but a tight 50 minutes of call to arms rage. Of what arms rage? Call to arms rage. Oh, call to arms. Okay. And I was like, interesting, because... To be honest, reading through all the reviews, they were the only ones that even said something like that. So,
1: <laughs> okay, nice. They just have the mind of their own. That's fine. Yep.
0: Um. The, however, and I and I will say that they've probably changed since then because other reviews I read of later albums don't say these same things. But there was a lot of this during this time of when this album came out. It's getting frustrating hearing them write the same thing over and over again. If I may use an analogy, I am the type of guy who always go for the girl with the glasses and weird hair and some socially awkward character trait that ultimately endears her to me. This preference extends into music as well. ABR's music has become a dolled-up beauty pageant version of itself. Obviously beautiful, but lacking in character. That was happening around this time when this album came out. Now, uh, since then... You know, haven't seen those sort of reviews like Mm -hmm. that. But I was like, wow, they were pretty harsh coming down on them during this time. Yeah. That's, I mean, I guess (sighs) someone else wrote, You heard their last album, right? Yeah. Picture that. You're done. Oh, (laughs) what? Really? And then someone else wrote, I would love to talk about it, about all the ways that found in faraway places is new and interesting, but it isn't. It's just excellent. It's just excellent. Yeah, so they they have nothing bad to say. There. They're not like saying, "Oh, this album right. this sucks, sucks," but they're saying it's the same it's... repetitive thing. So this pride was during a time when they're probably still trying to figure out some stuff about themselves, and it right. sounds like maybe they changed some things. Uh, this was mm-hmm. their seventh studio album, found in faraway places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It opened at the album itself opened at number eight on the U.S. Billboard 200 in July on July 18th twenty fifteen. Nice. Okay. How many units did they sell in the first week for this album to get to place number eight?
1: Two billion. No, I'm kidding. Um I don't know.
0: Take a guess. A
1: hundred thousand? I don't know. Oh no.
0: Way too high. Twenty-nine thousand. That's it. But that's all it takes to get to number eight. That's So in other words, they're not doing bad.
1: No, if they get to but no, that's
0: it. That's it. That's all it takes. But that was just... I can do that. That was just for the first week, right? Yeah. This was their second top 10 album, the other being Rescue and Restore. Now, obviously, I don't know since then. you ended, said
1: what? What about Rescue and Restore being their what album? That,
0: this was their second top 10 album. The first being rescue and restore.
1: Oh, okay. From when that one was released, or just through throughout the rest of their stuff now. Uh, up. Uh, was it up to that point, or
0: it was up to that point? Oh, okay. I haven't looked on their newer stuff. Okay. What song off off of that album was nominated for a Grammy Award? Best metal performance, oh. making it the band's first Grammy nomination.
1: I'm between two. Okay, I want to say ghosts, but if it's not that one, it's majoring in the no identity. Oh, so which one is it? One? Ghost or
0: identity? Which one? Lacking an answer. Oh shoot!
1: Because oh, identity. It is identity. All right. Yep. I forgot that one was on that album for a second. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But ghost was so good. How did ghost not? That is that's surprising to me, but. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Identity was the one off their album that was nominated for the Grammy.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Uh, Written by Jake Lures, or however you say his last name. Jacob Lures. All right. Now. William Jacob Lurz. I got to listen to the, I don't know, did you get a chance to listen to the commentary album at all or no?
1: I didn't listen to all of it. I just listened to the one for Martyrs. Okay. Um, yeah. As I say, it's a pretty short. Yeah. It's like, what, probably like maybe three minutes per one. Maybe
0: three minutes. Yeah. Interesting points off of there. Yeah. First off, Jake wrote it. Okay. Um, but. Mar- yeah, Martyrs. Yeah. Yep, Martyrs. That it was written as him as a person trying to tell people what to do, trying to do the right thing and overcome struggles, and then at the same time him not taking his own advice.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought it was, it was very interesting on how he was going on about it. I was just like, okay. Interesting. All right. There is
0: that, and then where they all say, Oh, yeah, this is where we introduce Jake's new singing style,
1: yeah, where yeah, he's kind of trying to get the whole like s- hitting a note but also screaming at the same time, being at the end of the song, yep. So, do all that just for the wonderfulness that is
0: the intro of this song. <laughs> Why is Aaron going,
1: I will do. They opened with this song on one of their tours, and I absolutely loved it. All right. Oh, so good. So, Martyr by August Burns Red.
0: Let's start with the lyrics. Oh, okay. All right.
1: All right. Take it away. Yep.
0: Let me <laughs> let me put it this way.
1: The lyrics
0: are... How do I... Yeah. They are what they are. Wow! Let me get, let me get, -hmm. let me explain here. Yeah. A lot of artists with their music, what they try to do is they try to do fluffy imagery or they do, you know, they try to use word imagery and all this other stuff to try to say something. These lyrics are very direct. That's what I said. They are what they are. There's no fluff. There's no hiding. There's no allegories. There's no story. There's Mm. no symbolism. There's nothing in there. Other than just direct what they are, okay. So lyrically, well, I can respect that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a little bit more symbolism and all that in there, but there's—it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So uh, I'm not. So while it sounds like I'm going like off on a on maybe like a little ding here. No. With everything, I'm like, okay, it's simplistic. It's direct. You're getting your message across. You're not having to do a bunch of interpretation. You're saying exactly what you want to say, and you're doing it, and then the song's done. Okay, Mm -hmm. I can deal with that, even though the presentation, let's say, the method in which it was portrayed, just for me, is not Mm -hmm. my cup of tea at all. Can I respect them as an artist and the group and the style of music? Yes, I can respect that it's just not for me (laughs) if i'm if i'm being honest okay these lyrics and maybe less screamo more rock style i might i might have enjoyed it more but as is i was like uh, it was rough me getting through it 15 times that i did it was rough
1: okay you get to listen to how many hours of it in december i know (laughs) Well, I guess you don't have to. You can do whatever the heck you want. Exactly. <laughs> I'm an adult. I'm a girl boy. Uh, I'm, I'm a man. A real boy. <laughs> um, but
0: there wasn't anything that really stuck out lyrically for me. Really, that was like, "All oh, this is ultra powerful," but like mm. I said, it's direct and it's to the point, and it gets the message across. So there's no second guessing. Is was he saying here? Was this mean? Was he saying here? Was this mean? It's, oh yeah no it's very pretty
1: pretty straight to the so, point so
0: so for that that's why i give the score that i did i'm not going to say my score yet hmm. cuz i don't want to
1: influence mine
0: well you're going to give it like a
1: 10 out of 5 so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> cuz all right well that's my answer now because <laughs> you're Mr ABR ABR short sure proves it well that. i had to for today also a very good band hmm. <laughs> All right. Was R.I.P. For today. Another yeah. great metal band. I, I know. I, we'll do one of their songs later.
0: No, I got it. I, no, when you go with like RIP, I'm like, the first thought that comes to my head, which I know isn't true, is like, oh, they all died in a plane crash no, no that, that was a hundred skin at all. I know. <laughs> okay.
1: Another well, now they're all <laughs> okay.
0: So so that being said, sir. Right. Yeah. What are your lyrical thoughts on this um i don't know what made you pick this song
1: i just really like the ending
0: (laughs) okay um but anything lyrically that stands out
1: well that was one of the uh things for the end uh pretty much where it's just repeating the one line one day we hope you stop holding it all in and learn to let go and forgive. Yep. Mm, that's tough, seems like. Mm. Uh there's I mean there's a few things in here which um, I don't know, I thought about the line good deeds are not recognized when the heart's intent is full of pride. I was just like I guess what aren't recognized by who though?
0: Recognized by anyone. Really? People can tell when you're doing stuff. Oh, well, for yourself. For yourself. Right. For to project your image, to do all sorts of things. People can tell. Yeah. So you can be doing all the greatest stuff in the world, but if you're doing it for a very prideful reason, people are going to see right through
1: that. I mean, they'll see through it, but will they care? I don't know. I guess maybe some people are going to start caring more and more. I I was just thinking about that because it's like, I mean, to some degree, it's like, I guess this is where it gets in the fun, like politically stuff. I don't guess. Well, I'm guessing probably politicians are getting a, have been you know, getting a worse and worse, um, I guess, view from the people. Because it's like, yeah, they always do all this like big, sometimes they do this big grand grandiose stuff to make them look good. But it's like, you're just trying to give yourself a better name mm-hmm. so you can do well. So yeah, that's what I was wondering. to do. People really care. Cause it's like, we all know people are, well, almost, I'd say people probably assume more. So off more often than not, where if you're doing something good, it's just for you anyways, which sucks. Cause some people do stuff, not for their own, not for their own, Pride, I suppose. hmm Uh
0: <laughs>
1: anything else lyrically
0: that you're like,
1: yay. Oh, we're <laughs> I don't know. You were saying it to me. What is it? Do you mean what you say? Do you say what you mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> or will you find another lie to hide behind? Which I wonder why. Why do they oh, never mind. So why do they have that in the question? Because it's asking, Are you gonna find another lie? Okay duh yeah um yeah mr johnson yeah wh- 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 <laughs> ah! i probably
0: shouldn't have brought that up dang <laughs> question directly to you at that point
1: oh i refuse to answer anything um no i don't know i guess yeah i enjoyed it i mean i enjoyed it as lyrically overall but Yeah, I don't okay. know. That's one thing I guess I've I've liked about well, some of the stuff in ABR when I actually dig into the lyrics and pay attention to some of it because I don't do that for everything, at least not right away. Until they have a tour coming up for an album, I was like, oh, now I need to know all the lyrics for sure for all these songs. But, uh, um, like in one of their songs, Provision. Like, I, I guess I just I like some of the lyrics where they're they're like challenging, and really make you think twice about. Oh, wasn't, wasn't one of the things, isn't it about like what your motives are or your intent intentions are, or is that, am I just thinking of provision right now? Um, let me see if I can find it off the top of my, uh, yeah, maybe that is
0: say that I'm not seeing it in here.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. So maybe I am probably just seeing about provisions. Oh, wait. Oh well, no. I guess yeah. Okay, never mind. That's the only thing. The intent is the full pride thing with the good deeds. Yep. Yeah, all right. So, okay. Yeah. I don't. Know, that's one thing I like some about about some of their songs is where yeah, it makes you really think twice about stuff, either what you're doing and why you're doing if it. If you for. could ever understand the lyrics. It, yeah. If you can ever understand it, you just got to give it. You know, a few years of your life, then you'll finally know.
0: The only way I could ever, <laughs> ever, through the I I did about 15 listen-throughs. Okay, The only way I could ever, ever even tie a word to a song, uh, to a part of the song, yeah, was I had to have a lyric video up. And that was the only way oh, I could even... Oh,
1: you could hear the words. That then. was the only way. That's how you got to start off sometimes.
0: No, um, no, that's... The
1: ending was pretty easy to understand, though.
0: That was pretty much my upper... Like, the ending was pretty much my upper limit of being able to... Stand understands Grimmel. But Aaron is not wrong in the fact that when I did come in today, I did go, yeah, Aaron, this song,
1: you, what's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to tell you about him. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, no, that was about it. I mean, I, okay. I, I enjoy it. lyrically. Okay. I think, right? Yeah. So, So what would you give the lyrics
0: score-wise out of five?
1: You know, I'm going to be generous, because I would say three to four, but you can't do three and a half, so I'm just going to run up and do a four. All right. Yeah. Mine was a pretty simple
0: scoring on this one. Yeah, what was it? Let me ask you this.
1: What do you think I gave it? Three. No. Four. Yes. (laughs) We're on the same page. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Okay
0: now musically (laughs) not lyrically musically 10 out of 10 okay so here's the two notes i wrote down (laughs) yeah on the music (laughs) yeah okay two wrote two notes drums lots of movement very busy this is fine this is fine that's okay rhythm guitar So loud and repetitive, wanted to make me drill a hole into my head. What? You have to listen to the song again. I don't believe it. Especially well, so every time I listen to it, I used headphones that running so my phone, right? I have it do customized hearing for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: it does a sound test. Yeah. And it amplifies stuff that my hearing is bad at. Hold bad. Shut. (laughs) (laughs) Um and i and maybe it was just that right frequency where it made it it was really loud that rhythm guitar was like just Um, (laughs) it was just like Um, pounding right into my head the entire time and i was like really really no i was like i'm done um Mm. (laughs) that would be the whole album then i yeah i know i was just like (laughs) and, and i wrote in here rhythm guitar too loud repetitive it, it needs to be brought down in the mix. Repetitive?
1: Isn't every song repetitive? I
0: said, I, I specifically am pulling oh, yeah. out the rhythm guitar. Not I mean, the rhythm the is
1: basically the, they're basically both in the same.
0: No, there was actually <laughs> a difference in this song. That, that, do you the want rhythm, me to pull the up the tabs rhythm, right now? It was just like, do you want me to pull up the tabs? I'll pull up the tabs. I'm just telling you how it sounded. Musically just
1: mm. Mm. okay. I don't care. <laughs>
0: beyond that, yeah, uh obviously not my favorite genre um at all. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. No, okay. But have I heard worse?
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've heard Siler. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I wasn't even thinking of that man. It wasn't even in my memory. Now it's back. Yeah. (laughs) It was that bad. Um,
1: That was pretty rough. Overall. Yeah.
0: Didn't hate myself afterwards.
1: (laughs) Wait, music music makes you feel like that sometimes?
0: (laughs) There are certain songs, yeah. There are certain
1: songs that just make me feel okay but hate yourself <laughs> yeah oh wow this wasn't one that like it, it didn't unless make, the song is telling me to hate myself
0: it didn't make me hate myself but it didn't make me feel like oh yay let's go live life now it was like <laughs> it was a. i don't want to do anything now it, it literally was a hey eh.
1: I that's, that's just want to sit in silence for a bit and...
0: Musically. Relax. And, and, and which sounds completely contradictory because of how much movement is going on through the song with the drums and all that, mm-hmm. and the screaming. Where you're like, oh, this must be high energy. And afterwards, I'm just like, eh.
1: You just got too exhausted throughout the song. No, I got too... It just worked your brain too much. The
0: rhythm guitar just drilled into my head too much. Oh, that's
1: so good.
0: The... Asian in the middle. I with their little musical interlude.
1: Yeah. Their Asian influence. Okay, so that took a flute.
0: That that was like a minute nine. I timed it. It went from a minute 47.
1: I think that's a little bit lost. It went from the minute, it
0: went from the minute 47 mark to the two minute
1: 56 mark. So a minute nine. Nice, nice little interlude.
0: Nice musical interlude. I was like, oh, this is the good part of the song.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is a good part. I won't
0: deny that. Better than any time they open their mouth. (laughs) Which is funny because I was listening to an interview again, and Jake said he never plays his own music for his family because he never wants to subject them to it.
1: That's so funny.
0: And also he would never sing on a Christmas song. This was back in a little while ago before I actually sang on Christmas song. He would never sing on Christmas song because he doesn't want to ruin Christmas for people.
1: (laughs) what a what a what a guy, you know? What a guy.
0: Yep. And I took a gif of the video as proof. That's awesome. Because I was like, I need proof of this when I, said, I send this to Aaron and be like, because <laughs> <laughs> that's why Christmas songs, we never put me on them. Because who wants to hear with their family present someone <clears throat> screaming at the top of their lungs to a Christmas carol? I mean, really, in reality, I would ruin every song. That
1: was right out of Jake's own mouth. Oh, I, I believe that 100%. <sighs> But yep. then he sang on Joy to the World.
0: <laughs> and you said he would ruin it for the gathering of a lovely family reunion. That's just how you know I don't even play my own crap around my family. Because it will ruin it.
1: <laughs> it was so... <laughs> it was so funny. I remember um, when I was driving with Matt the one time one of his, like, I want to say it was a Five Iron Frenzy song came on. Yeah. And he was like, no, I think it was Five Iron Frenzy. And he's like, like, he, it blew his mind. He's like, no way. I never would have thought I'd be listening to this in the truck, whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We talked about this t- before. On here? Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, and then how it got to his own song. is like, yep. Eh, skip. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep.
0: we We talked about this last month.
1: No, he did not. <laughs> yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Because,
0: because at first I was like, "Oh, me and your brother-in-law have the same taste," and not realizing it was that
1: Matt. And then you said, "Oh, oh it's that Matt." I was like, "Oh, like, that's right." Oh, now my memory's coming back. Yeah, Alzheimer. It hits quick. Alzheimer's. Okay, Biden. Yeah, dude. So, yeah that that middle part where they talk
0: about where they say they go Asian. I was like, yeah. I, I don't hear the Asian influence are than like you said the, like the little flute It's the thing. flute, yeah. But other than that, I was like, eh, it's like, yeah. I was like, I know Matt. Your favorite, one well, of your favorite foods is Chinese food. But come on, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what hit Matt's favorite food is?
1: What his actual favorite food uh-huh. is? It's not Chinese. That's number two. Oh, dang. <laughs> Pizza? I don't know. <laughs> Sushi. Sushi. Isn't that basically Chinese? Japanese. Sushi is Japanese. They're the same in this
0: whatever. Is it sad that I know all this because I went through all those interviews? They're now?
1: basically the same. It's all Asian food. One is raw fish with rice. Yeah.
0: The other is stuff like noodles with soy sauce. And
1: and what's his third favorite food? And cat. I don't know. Anything pickled. Oh, anything pickled? This is also why we, hopefully, him and I can be friends. I love. How do I know more about this? I don't. I never look it. I just listen to their music and hang out, (laughs) go to their shows, and give them money. But do you really know them if you don't know these things? I mean, mean, ish. I don't know.
0: We'll talk about more of that on the next episode when we talk about knowing God and how do we really know God and. Oh, I was like, what?
1: (laughs) I was like, do I really know Matt? I was like, I don't know. I've talked with him.
0: (laughs) All right, so musically.
1: Yeah, I love it. You love it, okay. Yeah. Anything particular about it that you like? I love the guitar. (laughs) And the rhythms. And the drums. Okay. And the one thing I wish I... I guess uh, it doesn't, like, stand out to me, I suppose. And I'm wondering if it's probably just the mix or whatever. Besides, like, the, the section where they do, like, a little bass drop, I mean, you don't really hear too much bass, do you?
0: I heard it pretty good in my headphones, but that's because, you know, these things... Well, I mean,
1: I guess you get that frequency, but it's like... There wasn't a per- lot of movement with it. It's, I mean... it does i think a lot of the same stuff that the main guitar is doing or the rhythm guitar rhythm bass and whatever maybe that's why it sounded like so much like it was just drilling into my head maybe so repetitive it's not that repetitive uh, i mean compared to all the other music like i
0: was sitting there going one i was going like one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four. Oh, we changed notes one two three four two wait, two, three, wait what <laughs> change notes like it plays like like the first four measures is like the same note. And then the it's next actually a chord. And
1: then it, anyways, musically. Was- <sighs> oh my goodness. Oh. How does I'm just my mind is blown right now by, oh. by what? Ugh. Oh. How it's considered repetitive. Ugh. All music is repetitive to a degree. Some just a lot more than others. Like your standard rock, pop, all that stuff. Yeah. Anywho, um We'll listen to something that's not repetitive next month. But we'll get there in like a second. what? We'll get there in a second. Ooh. What are you throwing up in here? Okay. Hmm. Interested. But, uh... No, I'm like... So, I like the overall, like, the rhythms that the song has. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the the clean section, the the quiet section. Um, what else? I mean, okay, then there's a cool... Like, there's solo... I don't know, like, the solo's pretty neat. The guitar's solo in there. It's not just a super shreddy. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, like, I guess, more tastefully. Okay. More just felt... I so... Guess what would, uh, would it be like almost like a bluesy ish solo for that i don't know ish yeah. eh, kind Rock. of there's some bluesy ish i guess like hints in there um so what would you give it out of a five then oh for sure that's the, they have so much other stuff that's all i would like compared to all the other stuff that they've done i'd probably give it a four yeah but because they have standing on its own two feet if that was the only thing that they ever wrote, I'd say then a five. You're gonna give it a five, okay? You if can. that was the only thing they ever did, I gave it a three. Of course he did. Hey, I gave it a four on. I gave it a four on lyrics. Did. Of course.
0: And I'll admit part of it is pride the fact that it's not my cup of tea style wise. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, pe- it's 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 harder to enjoy. Yes, it is. So, uh, again, I'm not. Of the type that I'm like, well, this is evil and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, yeah. it's okay. Oh, I I can, dangerous. I can, I can recognize talent and I can recognize that it's done well, even if I may not enjoy it. Okay. Yeah music video we don't have to worry about that because there was no there was no music video i found some lyric videos that were done by third parties not by abr Mm -hmm. or their music company
1: yeah the record
0: yeah and so like during the little asian period of the song it had like little rains puddle drops in a puddle whoa yeah kind of cool right yeah okay Uh, i don't even have to ask if it's
1: in your playlist or not because i know it is it's already there it will not be on my playlist No, sorry. Not even the instrumental version. That was another thing I liked about this album. I think this is like the first one they released with an instrumental version of their album.
0: Yeah, probably not even the instrumental. To be honest.
1: Yeah, because it's too repetitive.
0: Okay. Yeah, you 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 said it, not me. (laughs) Um. No, probably it probably wouldn't be in uh, on my playlist. But like I said, I can recognize when something
1: is good. Still, I can I can do that. So. Oh, yeah, and that stinking drum fill after the quiet part where it goes into the last section of the song. Ugh. All right. I love
0: that. So now here's the so one that's good. going to be interesting for me to hear from you. And I want to hear you first on oh, this. Jeez. What's the last question I always ask? The whole
1: biblical thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have to say on that? And what do you rate it?
1: I'd say a three to four. So
0: which one, three or four? Three to four. You, um, g- you give me the option. I'm going to put it at three for
1: you. Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's not... Oh. Uh, probably more so three, yeah.
0: Okay, what's your thought process behind three, if I can
1: ask? I guess... Uh, just looking at... look like going over the lyrics again... Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some stuff that, I mean... I'm sure... I don't know. I guess yeah, I can't speak for Jake. Uh... But I guess I can get like biblical values from in the lyrics. Obviously, like the whole well (laughs) This is probably I don't know, this is probably I don't know. I'm just thinking of and I can't really think of where the verse is, but was it the whole thing? With the line do you mean what you say? Do you say what you mean? I mean, hmm. another lie to hide behind. Hmm, hmm. forgiving—that's very important. Being a hypocrite—it's kind of stuff that's in the Bible. Okay, yeah, it's about a lot. Really, going really. <laughs> okay
0: so you gave it a three based on all that right okay so i'm going to give you my reasoning and then i'm going to give you my score
1: no okay
0: so as i'm going through the lyrics and yeah. i'm reading through them uh there are obviously some biblical concepts that you that are easy to pick up right mm-hmm. uh some that you know aren't necessarily biblical concepts but are more the right world view, yeah. Uh, common world knowledge. Like, for example, one of them that would not be a biblical concept, but would be more world concept, would be respect is gained by trust shown and earned, you know, okay? Now, that being said, the next line then goes right into uh, a biblical, more more biblical concept, which is don't mask your pride with humility, Mm -hmm. um, while forcing others to keep proving their loyalty. You've been a hypocrite for years, drawing sword as much as you draw their tears, demanding what will... what Command you will mind never mind deserve, mind respect this game by, by trust shown and earned. Um, going back to that first line again. You yep. know, buh, 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 buh. So for the most part, I look at it, I'm like, you know what, I could... I could get behind 99% of these lyrics. Some of it I'm like, eh. But mm-hmm. to be fair, no one is ever going to say things 100% correct 100% of the time. We are human, unfortunately. So I give him grace in that regard. <laughs> so with all that and just kind of meditating on it a little bit, I give it a four. Wow. So i that's, what I was like, okay, I wanted to hear what you gave it first before I said anything. On mm-hmm. that. So interesting. Hmm. You have given it one more point than me. Ha ha. I, I gave it 11 points. You gave, gave it
1: 12. It, you gave it 12. Obviously,
0: playlist doesn't count as points. Music video, there was no music video to score, blah, blah, blah. So Their
1: music videos are always really weird, though, too, for the most. Well, not always. Some of them are pretty weird. I heard about the puppet one. The Oh, the invisible enemy one? The little mini sure. nut thingies or whatever? I,
0: I just know puppets were part of it. Because they were asked if they're what they were going to do with their own puppets, and Jake said he was going to hang his above his. Was it Jake or one of them said they were going to hang it above the crib of their kid?
1: (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) That would have been Brent or JB, then. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, so I love that. (laughs) You love that, huh? That's so good. Heck yeah!
0: All right. So, we reviewed August Burns Red for the month of August.
1: Heck yeah.
0: All right.
1: You know what I realized? What's that? I had second thoughts the other day. Yeah? Granted, how can you not do an August Burns Red song in the month of August? But then I realized... We might be seeing Alter Bridge this month. I was like, that would have been sweet to do one of their songs. Hey, you know what, though? But
0: you got the pick, and you did August (sighs) Burns right, and that's fine. Yeah. I survived through it.
1: We'll just have to do an Alter Bridge one next time. Yeah. Well, next pick of mine. All right. Unless somehow one of your songs is an Alter Bridge song, but I doubt it. No, mine is not. Okay. So this band. This band. Is it just, so you have I have a song. the song. I have like a song. song I have
0: a song okay. by a band. Okay. Okay. This is a relatively newer one for me oh. that, that I've listened to a few times. I'm going to read for you from their bio. It is rare, very rare that I hear a band that has, pre, has was previously unknown to me that blows my ears off this band has rocked this album right out of the park. Andy Phelps, The Metal Review. Okay.
1: Wait. So The that, Metal Review?
0: Yeah, so The Metal Review is like a magazine, The Metal okay. Review. So Andy Phelps, the writer from The Metal Review, that's what they wrote about this band. Okay. Okay. True to their nature, this Nashville band has created a sound that is unique to them characterized by its dark deep sound haunting vocals and unconventional heavy riffs the music is a perfect fusion of grunge and surf rock sounding appropriately like its namesake the band has created a multi-dimensional artistic experience that integrates music narrative storytelling illustration and video to take the listener on a voyage into their world with its undercurrent of provocative philosophies, artistry, and death aside through, their music is most memorable for their Beatlesque chord progressions and hooky vocal melodies at the core of every song. Tirelessly thinking and working like it's a divine mission, the band's goal is to inspire people's imagination, fill them with hope, and do our part to increase harmony in the world using the medicine of music. The result of the zeal is their new concept album, released on 10-28-22. Named after the singer and songwriter of the group, the band was started in 2014 in Nashville, Tennessee, and grew to include A.G. Newton on drums, Doug Webster on bass. They have their own signature sound, weaving raspy voice in and out of falsetto and vibrato, at times sounding like a higher-pitched Kurt Cobain, as one music critic put it. And other times, like a ghost.
1: Who? Yep.
0: Accolades. That's the band? N- no. So, th- no. Oh, I was like, so that, was, that was part of its bio. Now I'm going to read some of the oh, accolades. The, okay,
1: you're reading the accolades. Yeah. Like,
0: the band, oh. I, and I'm purposely changing some of the words from to, so, to not give it away here. The band returned with a brand new single. Already, it's a contender for my favorite song of the year. Andy Hearn, 102.9 FM, The Buzz, Nashville's rock station. The best album I've heard this year, Dave Hawkins, The Antidote radio show. The single rose to the top of the 10 most played rock songs in the nation on Big Hat USA rock hits and breaking rock top Uh 10 charts. Radio U's top 10 most-wanted songs per listener requests, among other charts. The music video was premiered exclusively for an early release and was featured prominently in the magazine weekly newsletter. They won Artist of the Year, Album of the Year, and three other awards in the 2020 JFH Awards, was nominated for Alternative Rock Album, they, run, they won Runner Up, and Song of 2019 in the Grizzly Awards, and was named Top 30 Artists of the 2020 by Fex Radio.
1: Who is this?
0: The name of the group is called Rusty Ship. I never heard of Rusty Ship before. The song we'll be listening to is called Bottom of the Barrel. Nice. It was between Bottom of the Barrel or What's Cracking? It's cracking? Rusty Rusty Ship. That is the guy's actual name. Rusty? Yep. His name is Rusty T. Ship. (laughs) Oh, that's his.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So his band is named Rusty Ship. They. So they have what they create. They have their sound is known as nautical rock and roll the heck yep characterized by its dark underwater sound haunting vocals it's a interest it's an interesting group let me put it that way of all the places you know where I saw them at life fest what the bass player what the bass player wore a sailor uniform. Dope. Like, like your traditional sailor, you know, with the white, uh, thing, handkerchief, whatever around his neck, the white uniform and everything. Yeah. That was the bass player. Like, of course the bass player would do that. What the heck?
1: (laughs) What? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. It is a
0: very interesting sound, a very interesting group. And I'll be interested to under to know if you understand all the references. Oh heck no. I won't. What are references? Because they have like you know what the Marianas Trench is, right? Yeah. What is it?
1: It's the trench in the ocean. That's like the deepest trench. Good job. See, you know, yeah. one of the references in the song. That's also a song by August from Chad. I know.
0: <laughs> uh bioluminescence. Do you know what that uh, is? But who? Bioluminescence. Illuminescence.
1: Illuminati? Bioluminescence. No. Bioluminescence. No. Okay. So, bio, it's that's the whole word is bioluminescence. Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely not.
0: All right. Yep. So, they'll, yeah, yeah. So, this song is off of their album Dark Side of the Ocean, which is their newest album. It's like a rip off the Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. In a way, yes. Um, they admit it. They fully admit it. At least they are honest about it. Uh, the song it is like their number one single that they have released off of this album.
1: I figured as much. Cause as soon as I looked them up on, I, uh, Apple music, that's the first song that pops up. They
0: have some interesting songs. If you look at their song list on Apple music.
1: Yeah. Uh, like
0: one of them is hotel Bible.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Why are you going?
1: Nice. Is it just, did they write that because there's a bible in every hotel room
0: no oh. if <laughs> okay if you actually listen to it each verse is almost a different style of music oh that's kind of cool. it sounds completely different each one uh oh, ob- B, obviously they that. obviously they covered song of storms from zelda if you ever played Majora's Mask, uh, Ocarina of Time, couldn't tell you if I, <prix> I have. Doo-doo-doo. I know I've played Zelda in the past. Yeah, I, g- no I do idea. horrible with that. Uh, Davy Jones, Sea Sentinels, Devil I Jonah, general, dev- Crack Baby, <laughs> Helter Skelter.
1: Hel- Helter Skelter?
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, Bound the Barrel, which we're doing, 100 Crosses, Living Waters, Minesweeper, The Lighthouse. Yeah, um, Teninum, What's Crackin'? That one's a whole commentary on the, current life. The cra- oh. What's Crackin'? Oh. Angel That's Aquarium, the- Bioluminescence, King of the Deep, Man Myth Legend, Us and Them, Waking Braves, Untouchable, Up the Water Spout, The Other Side. Ooh. What blows up must come down. <laughs> but there- we're doing Bottom of the Barrel.
1: Bottom of and the barrel. And they
0: do have a music video, although I'll say it sucks. oh <laughs> You could tell when you watch that their videos are very... Amateur. They don't have a lot of budget. Yeah. But that's what it is. So that's what we'll be doing next month. All right. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel, yeah. And see if you can understand the... Rusty ship.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rusty Ship. His name is Rusty T. Ship. I've never... Never heard of this. At one point I was like, is he about to like suggest a red song? But I was like, there ain't there's like no I can't remember what the they the are script- coming
0: out with a new album.
1: They are, yeah. It's the rated R one. Yeah. Um, but it was I was thinking it was like when you mentioned was it the surf rock or whatever? is when yeah. I was like, they ain't nothing like surf rock. So yep. I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs>
0: yeah, it takes the listener on a voyage into their underwater world with its undercurrent of provocative philosophies. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and if you click on their website and click on story, there is a story that you can read along as you listen to the album.
1: Uh, that's kind of cool.
0: And it says, you know, as you as you read as you read it, it goes, okay, start listening, and then you read it.
1: That's kind of cool. So. Yep, all right.
0: bottom of the barrel. Mm.
1: Aaron? Yeah?
0: We survived through ABR. Look yeah, at that.
1: Did. And there's so much more to come.
0: I knew you were probably going to be a little scared when I said, well, our friendship survived
1: this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that whole uh, the musical part about it. That was pretty tough.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> if that's all it takes. So here, okay. All right. We'll catch you in the next one when we talk about knowing God more.